you don't think it can happen to you. To the hit and run chase in California, a motorcycle rider witnessing a driver slam into several cars and then speeding away. It can happen to you within seconds, a blink of an eye. Tonight about the man suspected of killing a woman in a hit and run and his plan to evade justice. When you take your eyes off the road for just seconds, when you're driving your car, oh, yes, it can happen to you. See, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. When the sands of time will run out within your hourglass. New at 10, a hit and run caught on video, and now a teenager and his family are looking for the driver who took off. He was a victim of a distracted driver hitting the road while riding his motorcycle going 65 miles per hour. He nearly lost his life. Now on a crusade to help save lives and prevent someone else from becoming a victim, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com and now the host of this podcast is Howard Drescher. All right, welcome. Welcome each and every one of you to season eight, show number one of DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com and of course, now this podcast show. And I want to wish each and every one of you a happy new year, as I believe 2022 could be the year that we see more and more people getting incarcerated because of DUIs, hit and runs, and just driving distracted. I kind of think that 2022 it could be the tipping point, although I have some stories that might sway my thoughts just the other way. All right, you can follow me on Twitter at DistractedDBTV, at DistractedDBTV, and of course on Facebook, it's DistractedDB, and you can get the shows on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, and now Amazon. Just type in keyword DistractedDB. Okay, so since what has happened since the last time I've done a podcast show. My last show was um, probably around the 28th or 29th of December last year. Uh, And it was very interesting to say the least. Um, I had a young lady on uh, talking about uh, Jada Jackson, a mother who was injured in a head-on crash that unfortunately ended up taking the life of her child, a one-year-old child about to turn two, life taken away because of somebody's negligence. Somebody did what they wanted to do behind the wheel. Okay, things have not changed, people. Things have not changed as far as the new year. Although I hope and pray, and I believe that this is my belief, that it will change. But as of today, it hasn't happened. And it actually started on New Year's Eve. And we'll get into that in just a little bit. But I got to tell you, it is very interesting knowing the facts that surround what should be people that are some leaders, some people that are significant in the world. Now, each and every person is significant in their own way. Don't get me wrong. Everybody has a role to play in this earth if uh, 
not, you would not be born, you would not be here, you would not be doing what you got to do. But everybody plays a role. Some people can take that role and run with it. Others, well, they can abuse the role and do what they want. Others are just victims of circumstances. Those are the ones that I really want to kind of talk a little bit about before we take our first break. There are so many innocent people that are getting killed, uh, injured, um, in in ways that they should not be behind the wheel. Somebody's crashing into them. Um, they're riding their bikes, and sure enough, they get hit by a driver, left for dead. As a case in point, just the other day, uh, as I was prepping for this show up in L.A. area, they indicated to me, well, they didn't indicate to me, they indicated on the news, uh, and then I just heard it on the news, and I, I might do a story about it. Uh, two bicyclists, a man and a woman that were riding their bikes, a driver just plowed into them, and then he took off and ended up crashing into several other cars. And from that point, he ended up crashing into a pole, and he was arrested a short time later because he decided to get out of the car and run. Well, quite honestly, they, you know, the law enforcement, they found him. They took care of what they needed to do to get him, get rid of him. And I want to say in this next couple of segments that I do, look, I, I kind of feel that sometimes the more popular you are or sometimes the more influential you are or higher up in the, in, in, in government, you kind of just lose it at times and you take things upon your own hands, if you will, and you do something freaking stupid. And I have three different cases right here. I have an actor, a football player, and an assistant district or a, assistant state attorney. A state attorney, assistant state attorney who did what she did. Now, if anybody in the world of influential people would be her. And I'm sure she's prosecuted people like this. Now she is going to be the one that is going to be charged. And now she's the one that's going to face the judge in that manner. Instead of presenting a case, now she is the case. And that bothers me. And it kind of bothers me for the simple fact that she should have known out of everybody. Although the actor should have known, and obviously the football player should have known. And the reason why, because somebody on the Raiders, again, just after they had somebody a couple of months ago, remember the rug story? Uh, he ended up getting arrested after DUI crash that ended up killing somebody. And he spent some time in prison and he's probably still there. And um, he's no longer with the Raiders. And now we have a, you know, a cornerback for the Raiders who just after their game, I guess they played Denver maybe possibly last week or the week out before, and yet they end up coming home, getting popped in Las Vegas. Again, I get it. Las Vegas is a happening thing. Las Vegas is up and down running things. You know, the casinos are there. You know, you got 
you know, all the buffets, you got this, you got that, all the different casinos doing their things, happening, the lights are flashing 24-7, inside the casinos, you don't know what time it is, yet you come home, you do something stupid, and you end up getting, you know, pop for DUI, possible DUI, I should say. But the Raiders already made their way, um, they've already addressed the issue, and quite honestly, I'm, I got this from Raider Nation, a podcast, uh, and again, I thank them for allowing me to use the sound. Again, here we go. We're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, oh, yes. Oh, yes. It is hard to believe. One of the actors that I know, I don't know him personally, talk to him. He was at an event a couple years ago for the same thing he got popped for. You are listening to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have arrived in Philadelphia. Local time is 3.05 p.m. and the temperature is 67 degrees. At this time, you are now free to use your cellular devices. You know that feeling when you get to turn your phone on after the plane lands? You can have that feeling every time you drive. Make sure your cell phone is stowed away whenever you are behind the wheel. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something, something serious. I know you love me. I know you like using me wherever you are, but I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road, but I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Honey! Are you ready to go to the party? We're late. Uh, what? Yeah, don't worry. I'll, I'll be ready in five minutes, babe. Really? Can you get off the phone? I'm already ready. We're going to be late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. I'm almost done. We'll, let's go. Come on. Okay, honey. Let's go. Can you be ready next time? I feel like I'm always ragging on you to get ready for these types of parties. Yeah. Isn't the man supposed to be waiting on the lady yeah, anyway? I'm, I'm sorry, babe. I, I know I say this all the time, but I, I promise. Next time, I really, 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 really promise next time I'll be ready and I'll be ready to go by the time you get home. Gosh. Uh, oh, uh, let me see who that is. I'm waiting to see if my friend is actually going to be at this no. party. No! Leave your phone alone. You know that scared me last time. You nearly hit someone walking in a crosswalk. What? No, you're crazy. Look, what? I told you don't tell me what to do. I got this. Stop the car. Stop it now. I... I just can't be with someone who doesn't care about my life, not to mention their own. Babe, wait, wait, come back. Uh, this, this isn't happening, is it? Now, back to the DistractedDrivers.com podcast. All right, welcome back to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I am your host, Howard Drescher, the creator of DistractedDriversBusted.com, and of course, now this podcast show. Oh, excuse me. And now this podcast show. 
All right, so um, here we are, um, just a couple of days before the Christmas New Year's, and how many, my question to you is, how many people know David Kushner? Uh, he, if you watch Anchorman, he was in that show, he is the one, the cowboy kind of guy, wearing a cowboy hat all the time, David Kushner, um, and his character was obviously one of the TV people. I didn't know if he did the sports or weather on the show, but he was an actor within that show. I came across him uh, probably about six, maybe seven years ago in at an event that was being held for in honor with Connor. And he was there to address the situation about DUIs, hit and runs, and so on and so forth. He obviously knew the mother of the um, young boy that was killed. And um, I had her on as my guest, and she invited me to her event. And so I went up to my very first event dealing with uh, distracted driving. And I, again, I was kind of shocked and amazed on how many people that were coming from all over different states to be there for this event. And um, to tell you the truth, I was uh, rather impressed on how many, but then again, saddened by the same thing because there were so many people that have lost and there were so many uh, victims that had their parents there or some of the kids who had lost their parents because of DUIs and hit and runs. This actor, uh, David Kushner, uh, had walked by by me. I indicated who I was. I said hello, he said hello, and he, we talked for about a minute, and then he moved on because he was going on over to another event. And I found the guy to be very honest and trustworthy at the time, and uh, I kind of liked the guy, you know. Um, again, my first time meeting him, so I really can't speculate much more than that. But the idea is that I felt like, okay, this is a guy that gets it. This is a guy that understands what's happening when it comes to youth, teen, drinking and driving, hit and runs, the whole nine yards. He gets it. And then again, on New Year's, Eve, New Year's Eve, just this past New Year's Eve, he ended up getting this. And again, this is an audio piece that somebody told me to look up. And first they sent me a small clipping of it. And they said you can get it on YouTube. So I'm going to give credit to YouTube on this one. And I thank them for allowing me to use the sound. David Kegner was arrested on New Year's Eve for a suspected DUI and hit and run in Simi Valley, California. The actor, best known for his portrayal of Todd Packer on NBC's The Office and Champ Kind in the Anchorman films, was arrested for suspicion of driving under the influence at 3 p.m. on Friday, according to TMZ, who was first to report the news. Records indicate that Kegner, 59, was booked at Ventura County Jail at 5.15 p.m. local time and has since been released. A court date has been set for March 30th in Ventura, California. Law enforcement sources told TMZ that they received a call for a neurotic driver, and upon arrival, Kegner was given a field sobriety test.
Page Six has reached out to Kegner's reps, the Simi Valley Police Department and Ventura County Jail for more details. Kegner has been gearing up for his upcoming comedy tour, which is scheduled to kick off January 6th in Rochester, New York, and conclude May 21st in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's unclear at this time if the arrest will affect the tour in any way. Kegner filed for divorce from wife Lee in January 2020 after nearly of 22 years of marriage. Again, that story came from YouTube. Actually, somebody sent me a small snippings of that and then said, go to YouTube and get this. Um, really kind of shocked, really kind of saddened by the fact that this guy attended one of these events that deal with distracted driving, DUI driving, hit and runs, the whole nine yards. And years later, at 3.15 or 3 p.m. on New Year's Eve, he gets pulled over because somebody's driving erratically, and it was him. He's driving erratically. He gets pulled over, breathalyzer test. By 5.15, he's being booked in jail, and then he's released on his own cognizance. This is a sad thing, and I hate to see things like this. I really, really do. And again, it's just saddening that this is the stuff that happened. But I guess maybe things happen, but these are the things that should not happen. And maybe he's got something going on in his life. But what could have been if he would have killed himself or what if he hurt somebody else? Thank God he did not. And again, uh, a court case coming up in March this year. We're going to find out what the status is on that. And I'll keep you guys posted on that. All right. So how many people remember uh, a couple of months ago during the NFL season, there was a, a receiver, I think it was a receiver, uh, Henry Ruggs. I think his name was Henry Ruggs. And he, from the Raiders, after a football game, ended up getting popped for a DUI with a crash. And I can't remember if somebody was killed in that. I know in his car he had a girlfriend in the car, and she tried to, you know, get away or something. They were both sitting on the concrete sidewalk and to make it look like, okay, he wasn't driving, allegedly, again, allegedly. So, anyways, here we are, again, a couple days removed, what seemed like a couple days removed from that. Here we are in now 2022, and this story comes from Raiders Nation, and I appreciate them for allowing me to sound. And I think Raider Nation, it's a podcast show, and we'll get more into that, but here it is. Raider Nation, what's going on? You guys are watching the Raiders Report. Mitchell Renz from Chat Sports. Ready to give you guys some breaking news that, honestly, man, absolutely breaks my heart. Cornerback Nate Hobbs has been arrested for DUI, and this is just 
really, really frustrating from top to bottom considering the fact that everything that has happened around this Raiders organization. So what you guys are going to be seeing here on this video is all the information that I have at this current time. And this report is from TMZ, and it has actually just been confirmed by Raiders head coach Rich Basaccia. So early this morning, Hobbs was found at about 4 o'clock a.m. in Las Vegas, pulled over on the side of a highway, passed out in his vehicle, and because he was passed out in his vehicle, that does then come down to DUI. Now, I'm on now, right, Twitter, I'm on Instagram, I'm seeing a lot of people say, well, he wasn't necessarily driving. Remember, a DUI can literally be, if the keys are close enough to you, it's basically, in air quotes, that you have the intent to drive a vehicle. Now, here's what um, I believe Las Vegas police decided to just put out. On January 3rd, 2022, at approximately 4.09 a.m., uh, LVMPD dispatch received a call reference a driver asleep inside of a vehicle, which was parked on the exit ramp of a parking garage located in 3,500 block of South Las Vegas Boulevard. Arriving officers made contact with the driver, identified as 22-year-old Nathan Hobbs. He was given FST's field sobriety test by a patrol and failed. He was transported to Clark County Detention Center, where he was booked for DUI misdemeanor. Now, obviously, this is a very frustrating thing from top to bottom. So, here at the Raiders Report, not only we give you guys news, rumors, we gave you a fun overreaction show earlier on today's show, but now it's time to also break down part of this. And I want to know, what is your one-word reaction to this news? My one word, and I said it before, frustrated. I almost couldn't believe it when I saw the report first come out for the simple fact of I just I don't understand how these NFL players who literally have systems in place where you can take Ubers, you can take lifts. The Raiders literally since the Henry Ruggs incident have just been bashing the players over the head of, hey, you got to make better decisions. And I get it. I like Nate Hobbs. He's done a hell of a job as a rookie. But the one word reaction of this to me is unbelievable, frustrated, just absolutely crazy. Again, that sound came from Raiders Nation, the podcast show, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. I got to tell you, though, this, again, is is very disheartening, just like he indicated. Everything that has surrounded the Raiders during this past year, you know, the Henry Ruggs incident, which I already mentioned, it just seems to snowball. And, again, there's Uber, there's Lyft, there's all these other ways to get around, call a teammate, call a coach. It doesn't really matter. But the whole idea is that it is just so frustrating that these kinds of things are happening. You can't consider this a role model type situation. It is people that look up to these guys, the young kids, thinking, oh, I could be an NFL player one day. They work their butts off to get there. And something simple as a DUI, a possible DUI, allegedly a possible DUI, and yet, bam, there we are again. You're at square one again, now preaching to the choir. Speaking about preaching to the choir, somebody that should have known better to do what they have done. And again, this story comes from WPTV out in Florida, and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. I apologize. That is not the right cut I'm looking for. It's from WKRG in Florida. WKRG in Florida, where an assistant state's attorney who should have known better because that's what she preaches did something wrong.
The people here at Hands Cove Lane in Shalimar say the crash happened just after midnight on Wednesday, and at first they thought it was Eglin Air Force Base doing a bomb test. They tell me once they came outside, they saw the SUV had crashed into the fence. Florida Highway Patrol says 35-year-old Cassie Reed was driving a black Audi when it went through the fence off Sherwood Drive and into this backyard. Homeowners say there are two lines of fencing, and the second one stopped the car, stopping it from hitting a home or landing in the backyard pool. FHP says Reed smelled of alcohol and showed signs of intoxication. Reed refused to take a breath test, and she was arrested on scene. Because of her job, a Florida statute protects her personal information and a mugshot from being released. WKRG News 5 found record of Reed under the Florida and Okaloosa Bar Associations, listing her as an assistant state attorney in Shalimar. According to FHP, a passenger in the SUV tried to hide a can of Budweiser from troopers on the scene. FHP has not released information about the passenger or any additional charges. As you can see behind me, the tire tracks are just between two large concrete structures in the ditch. Luckily, no one was reportedly injured. We have reached out to the state attorney's office for comment, but they are out until the new year. In Shalimar, Kimber Collins, WKRG News 5. All right, again, that story came from WKRG News and I appreciate them for allowing me to use the sound. But here is somebody that should know better. Here is somebody who probably sat in court prosecuting people that have done this. I can guarantee that she must have done it once or twice, prosecuted somebody, if not more. Or her office definitely had something to do with prosecuting people. She has must seen the paperwork come through but then again, once you get into a, I didn't even want to say what I was going to say because it is just so disheartening that these people uh, continue to do this. And because of her job and her title, uh, she doesn't need to display her mugshot photos. That's crazy. If I was popped, my, you know, my mugshot would have been all over the news. My mugshot would have been all over the Internet on Facebook and Twitter and everything else and everybody would be talking about, oh, look at him. He got popped and he talked to, you know, he preaches the preach. You know, he he can't, you know, he, you know, he talks the talk, but he does not really, you know, walk in the walk, you know, type situation. And yet here you have somebody like this that ends up doing this and because of her job status, her photo's not flashed around. Her mugshot is, is kept off the internet. I say no. If you're doing something wrong like that, you need to be held accountable. That's why people voted you in the office. That's why people have you there. They trust that you will have their best interest in hand. And when you do something fruity like this, you deserve to have your name and your photo mugshot plastered on Facebook and Twitter. Because that, to me, is a deterrent. I, If I was a district attorney or an assistant state attorney, I would not want to, you know, I would be walking on eggshells because everybody knows there's cameras around, there's this around, there's always somebody that's got a microphone on somewhere sticking it in your face for you to say something wrong or you do something stupid. It is just unbelievable that this kind of things are happening. And honestly, to tell you the truth, I don't think that these kinds of things should be happening. Nobody does, but yet they do happen. So you need to hold these people, their feet to the fire. 
And it's just, that's just how it has to be. It has to be, so it's a deterrent. It has to be that way so it can be a big deterrent. Because I would not want, I mean, I am the host of this podcast show. I don't drink and drive. I don't eat and drive in my car. I am I'm not a distracted driver. I, at least I try not to be. I might look down, around. I look look at the buildings. I look at other cars as they drive up past me. You know, but my hands are on the wheel. I'm usually like at 3 o'clock on the, on the wheels. And that's how it is. And how would it look if I, if I, of all people, were uh, popped for something crazy like this? How would I look to everybody else? Probably not so good. Probably not so good. Anyways, you're listening to DistractedDriversBusted.com, the podcast show. I appreciate everybody who's downloaded all my shows in the past and still continue to follow me on Facebook and Twitter. I appreciate it. More shows coming up this year. And remember, I don't want to be a victim. I don't want to be a perpetrator. I don't want to do anything. Remember, I don't want to die today, do you? Until next show, be safe.